Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Not So Fast Podcast, where even Barbados starts, stops the destruction of the multiverse to watch or listen, whichever one you prefer. He gave us two out of ten. He's an asshole. <laughs> Fuck yeah, he, he he wasn't what, very good. What's we, that he can destroy our universe? Eh, fuck that guy. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you just hear like a... What was that? <laughs> so, for a little bit of house cleaning first. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since we got back together. It's been crazy for all of us. Uh, we've all been working. We've all been dealing with some other stuff. But... Uh, Life goes on. I would like to... Uh, we're back. We're happy. We're jolly. <laughs> A little for bit of house cleaning. For anyone who doesn't know, that was a gut smack. A little bit of house cleaning before we jump into the news. Yep. Uh, TikTok. Um, my TikTok hashtag or hashtag. Wow. At hoodie pool or used to be at John Boy ninety five. I changed it to hoodie pool. I am close to two thousand now. I am at eighteen fifty three. Uh, or eighteen fifty four. I can't remember. Well, yesterday I had announced that TTW, the first show of. TTW will be taking place October 23rd. That is a Saturday, October 23rd Live at 3 o'clock. Live stream on TikTok and also pre-recorded for YouTube so I can post it on there. Hosted by yours truly and the Alex. one and only. So we will, we will be getting into that. I will announce more matches, but as of right now, the only matches that are going on are the 30-man the over-the-top rope battle royal to crown the first ever TTW champion. The tag team tournament will be taking place. And the women's fatal five-way match to crown the Vixen world champion, which is our version of the women's champion. Yeah. Um, also, one announced match I will announce here and now on the podcast. It is the Otaku Club versus the Big Three in a three-on-three tag team match. Is it tornado tag or regular tag? Regular tag for now. The, the Geeter... From I got I'm friends with these two guys, Geeter and Traveling Hogage, kind of have a budding rivalry. It's funny; they're good friends of each other. But uh, obviously, the big three will be taking on the Otaku Club, and where the rivalry will begin. Let the games begin. Now, getting into the news, because I got some movie news. Let's start off with a lighthearted one. We got a couple lighthearted ones. Ernest Scared Stupid is now thirty years old. It was released thirty years ago. Have you guys watched Ernest Scared Stupid? No. No. Really? No, I've not seen Neither? No. Have no. you seen any have you guys seen any Ernest movies? Did he do a camping one? Yeah, Ernest Goes yes. Camp. Yes, I've it's, seen that one. It's Brendan when I went up to Brendan's like a couple years ago, he him and his brother insisted we watch it. I was like, why? They're like, because dude, it's a good movie. And I was it watching, is. I was like, what the fuck is this movie? Ernest Scared is a is a wholesome Dimwit comedy, uh, and I don't mean dimwit as in it's bad. I mean the main character he is reminds a dimwit. me of Pee Wee Herman, but more for more adults, honestly. Yeah, he's a more it. adulterated Pee Wee Herman. I mean Pee Wee Herman kind of <laughs> was very adulterated looking. at one point. Greg is seductively looking at a gummy string, gummy worm. Do you but, do you not know? What no, I'm, I'm not actually about? seen that movie. Really? Wow! I'm honestly yeah. surprised you have it because you're me and you are more towards the cult classic films like yeah. the. Classic ones. I know. It's weird. But 30, 30, 30 years old. How, like, what other movies can you say besides Ernest Scared Stupid? But obviously there's the franchises like James Bond, stuff like that. Like, for a movie like that to reach 30 years old, especially after the main, the main actor's death. the Because Jim Varney's been dead for years now. So it, How did he pass away? That I don't know. Heart attack, maybe? Yeah. Stroke? I don't know. I can take a look. What, what's the name of the kid uh, again? Jim Varney. 
Uh, Jim Barney. Okay. I would honestly, you want a good Halloween movie? Watch Ernest Scared Stupid. It's not a scary movie, but it's funny. He hits, I think he like hits him with a shovel while he's fighting the main monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he, the main monster falls off the truck. The dog's, he's got a dog that's driving the truck, mind you, while Ernest is in the back cab fighting a monster. It's so stupid. It's funny. And uh, unfortunately, it was lung cancer in 2000. Oh, oh shit. shit. Well, rest in peace. Sorry, to, sorry uh, to interrupt that tangent. Yeah, wow. Well, rest Damn. in peace. He's a, oh. He will forever be remembered in my mind as a, as a comedy genius. Mm. Um, so the monster's hanging on the truck bumper, right? And Ernest was able to knock him off it. Well, he turns around, looks at his dog, whose name is Rimshot, by the way. Tells the dog to throw it in the reverse and back up. So what does the dog do? He puts his paw on the gear shifter, throws it in reverse, stomps on the gas, he starts backing off. And before it hits the monster, Ernest turns around, looks at him, goes, How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? Pow! Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Ernest movies are very funny, very lighthearted, and I wish we could see more movies like that, but... Uh, Sadly, the man is dead, but and the times are changing. He will, he will forever live on in the hearts of many. So going on from one silly movie to another, James Gunn had a, I think it was an interview with GameStop, mm-hmm. and he said he wanted to do a Gilligan's Island movie. Oh. Where the characters killed and ate each other. Oh, so. I'm not even dark, joking. <laughs> so a dark comedy version of Gilligan's Island where realistically things would happen. Mm. I don't even think it was supposed to be a comedy. I think it was just supposed to be a flat-out horror movie. Oh, that'd be interesting. See, here's the thing. Yeah, Hearing the creepy version of the theme song. Really? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, we're talking about James Gunn, the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2 and gave us... Well, I'm not a big fan of the recent Suicide Squad movie. I don't know. Like, I think trying to associate... Doing? Trying to associate that kind of film idea with a... Uh, with a with a franchise or like rather a an old TV show series like Gilligan's Island seems kind of <laughs> mean spirited and like a cruel like it it'd be like a cruel joke or rather a joke that just misses the punchline or is it's just unfunny in general. I mean, if you I get think the, I get what you're trying to say and what like the idea behind making like a dark parody of Gilligan's Island. I get that. I get that idea, like that frame of mind that would bring you to that conclusion. But I think, like, there's a reason why no one has done it before. Because it's not necessarily a stupid idea, it's just not one that I think general audiences would like. I mean, here's the thing, I think it could work under the standalone fact is, we've never seen something like that. We, like, no one's really taken a TV series, flipped it on its freaking head, just... To see what would happen. I think James Gunn can get away with it. It may not necessarily get Are you sure? the revenue. I, mean, I think James Gunn can get away with it. I know. I think – I know. From what you're telling me, kind of reminds me of what happened, uh, I think, in the early 90s when they made, like, those two Brady Bunch films. I've never where, seen those. Okay. So those films were uh, crazy in the sense that, like, you know – the Bradys were a bunch of 70s-loving, like, hippies and stuff like that. But now they're thrust into a world that is the 90s and early 2000s with, oh, like, God, you know, just, just uh, something off about them with the fact that, like, you know, they're stuck in the 70s. And, like, there are just some things off about them. Both of those movies are really good. And I really suggest you, like, you know, take a look at them. I was never um, a big fan of the Brady Bunch growing but up. But like, that's my... the point. They're... 
they're meant to be like you know parodies of the original product and if you know that ends up coming to fruition the whole gilligan's island thing i think that will be the the intent to make something similar to those two brady uh brady bunch films but not I the I don't like, think not, I don't think it's going to come to fruition. Cause because, effect. Yeah, I don't think it's going to come to fruition because he did say it was just an idea. Mm. So and I don't know if a studio picked it up. I think we sh- would have heard about it if it did, but uh, it'd be a weird thing because look at it this way: if James, I think James Gunn would be the one to get away with it simply because it it's James Gunn for crying out loud. Yeah, he got away with a lot in the Suicide Squad movie, and people are praising that. He got away with a, not too much risque stuff when it came to Guardians of the Galaxy. But there were some ideas that he implemented in there that just actually w- really worked well. So mm-hmm. I think if it was any director to do it, James Gunn would have been the guy to, to kind of maybe not get it back in high numbers. But it would be an interesting movie for people to see. Oh, speaking of Marvel stuff, has uh, anyone else besides me seen the new Venom? Film? No, you oh, seen it? Yeah, you oh, seen it? I actually don't. went to go and see it. You son of a whore. I hey, won't I spoil anything, but I will say that the movie itself is fun. It is fun. Is it? Uh, it's. Well, not... I've seen a lot of people bashing it. Again, like like the first one. You no, know, people usually do that. It's it's not like a, a true Marvel like MCU film. It's a, it's basically Sony in control of it with oh, an yeah. association with them. With the MCU, uh, you know, team. I've uh, heard there were rumors that they want to connect Venom to the MCU. Well, that's the thing. Since you guys haven't, haven't, Don't. you know, mm-hmm. done it, I could no. give that little bomb for you. But <laughs> well, then you guys got to see it. This, I, w- I got to watch see it, it this week, and then next week's podcast we'll discuss. It. Absolutely, uh, because the internet is. Has been talking about this for a couple of days. I've actually stayed away from it. Uh, that, yeah, like, I've sure. stayed away from the... No, stay away from the spoilers. Yeah. But I saw it. I ended up liking it. Uh, I will admit that it's not... Um, I believe his name is Woody Harrelson. The guy... Yeah, dude, the guy who plays Tallahassee. Not his, it's not his best performance. Uh, like, he fits the part of Cletus very well, but, like... I think in this case, I think a lot of people were expecting Cletus to be a little bit younger. And uh-huh. Woody Harrelson does an okay job as Cletus, but there are some parts where it just doesn't fit. I like the, the I like the idea of Woody Harrelson as Venom. I always like No, as Carnage. Or sorry, yeah, as Carnage. Wow, I fucked they up. They did the same they did a similar <laughs> thing uh with like I don't know who voices Carnage in this film, but he does an okay job, but he doesn't get a lot of speaking lines. Um, I think I think the is person the same thing is the yeah because what they did with Venom in the first movie and I think in this one is they just auto tuned his voice. It was Tom Hardy's voice auto tuned, hmm. so it it just could be that same thing where it could be. Plus, you got to remember Cletus and in the comics at least. Uh, don't spoil anything from the movie, but at least in the comics, Carnage and Cletus are bonded at the molecular level. Yeah, because. Carnage was made uh, using Cletus' blood as the as the symbiote's like you know sample. Yeah, or, but, or rather, what the symbiote like based itself on. But I definitely want to see Venom too. I was actually listening to the podcast me, you, and him were doing over a couple years ago because it's on Spotify. Check it out. Um, oh, it's an old one. <laughs> yeah, that's an old one. That's an oldie. But uh, we were basically looking at the reviews for Venom. And how everybody was trashing it, even though it really wasn't that bad of a film. Yeah, yeah. I think I made the mistake of saying the names of reporters. 
I mean, either way. In the way. past, but hey, I was, we were just starting out. I didn't um, know that was a big no-no. But I will admit, Let There Be Carnage is fun. It definitely tries to act... Serious? Like an, no, no, like an, like an MCU film. I mean, Even though it's, it's being mostly produced by Sony. Uh-huh. But it definitely has the elements of MCU in it, which I think is why the... The extra scene at the end of it is so important. Yeah. I won't spoil it for yeah, you. don't, don't. But obviously stuff does happen that these two don't know about that is very important for the Venom franchise if it continues. And I really want it to continue because well, did you- it really did kind of leave this movie off on a sort of bittersweet note. Um, not getting into spoilers here. But I think my final criticism of the film is that they spent too much time with the special effects rather than, like, you know, polishing the story. Um, yeah, that's, that's one of the things I've been hearing is people are yeah. kind of giving the story a... The, the story isn't bad. It's okay. Uh, but it definitely feels like it could have been, it could have been like, you know, worked a little now, bit better. I love Venom. Where, they, where he is at in the comics right now, I absolutely love. Where, honestly, it is not Eddie Brock anymore who was Venom. It's his son. And I wa- I caught up on the entire King and Black storyline. I gotta I gotta read that. It, seriously, dude, check I, it out. Read I, it. It's, is it like get, as a, like, a quick aside? Is it like basically Marvel's answer to DC's like Death Metal and Dark Knight Metal? Pretty much, but okay. it yeah. does a, a better job of telling the the story instead of trying to skew off to a bunch of side side books. Yeah. It does a, a does a, it does do a better job of that, and I'm not knocking DC in any way, shape, or form because I loved the idea of the DC Dark Multiverse, and I love the idea. I love the Dark Knight's Metal storyline, but the King and Black storyline, Venom has been recently gaining that freaking hype and popularity lately, and mostly due to the movie's success. Yeah, I mean, say what you will about the first Venom, but it definitely did prove to be you know a good Sony Venom, Marvel film. Venom was my favorite villain coming out of Spider-Man comics, reading Spider-Man comics, seeing Spider-Man movies. I hate what they did with they with the Topher Grace Spider-Man Spider-Man 3, but that's just in my eyes it's just a nitpick. Um and that's the thing about this film. Um Venom or rather Ed, like the forefront of this film is Eddie and Venom's relationship as like not only as like you know a symbiotic relationship but just as a budding friendship. Uh, and that's kind of like the main crux of the story about how Eddie and Venom see each other as, as friends. And obviously you're going to get like, you know, some people from, from you know, uh, different uh, communities such as the LB- LGBTQ co- uh, community as others where there's definitely some scenes that are like, oh yeah, no, this isn't just like a friendship. It's a, it's a budding bromance. Like these two, like love each other. In fact, there is a part, there is a, there is a scene in the film where after, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. well, basically Venom says, and I'm not quoting this line for a line, but I'm finally out of Eddie's closet. Oh God. <laughs> which is funny, which is actually <laughs> funny. Context wise, it's hilarious. But, but, uh, but the writing could have been better, but yeah. I ended up enjoying it. You two need to see it this weekend, and we'll do a full-on review of it fin- next week. Finishing, if we are able yeah, to. finishing this off, I just want to say Venom was my favorite villain in recent years. When it, he has been showing, um, after when he's really been showing off that he's turning into a hero, going from anti-hero to full-blown hero, um, that's where my interest in Venom really, really started to take off. My only hope is if they do connect it with the MCU. The one outrageous wish character I want to see, which mean which character basically means the character I want to see in the MCU, 
is Agent Venom. Agent Venom is what hooked me on Hero Venom. Because just the storyline and going through the storyline where it was Flash Thompson slowly starting to trust Venom and Venom again slowly starting to trust Flash Thompson after being I a think guinea pig. That's what will happen. And I love that. Don't get me wrong. I, I want to see like, Agent Venom live given action. Given what happened with you know, the leaks for the new Spider-Man film and definitely how this movie ends itself off as, again, no spoilers, I think what Sony and Marvel is trying to do is try to get uh, at least the characters from the Venom franchise into the MCU and try to turn Venom into Agent Venom. I'm totally Whether or not he stays in the MCU or goes back to Sony at the end of this is its own, is its own like, can of worms. But I think they are, nec- I think they are trying to do that. Um, because, uh, the, we really should move on to the next yeah, topic, but I gotta, they are I'm trying to, it's clear that in this film, Eddie and Venom are a hell of a lot more heroic than they were in the first film. Uh, but with just more skewed priorities, like between the both of them. And again, the movie's about their French, about their relationship with each other while also dealing with Cletus Cassidy and Carnage. Um, but that's all I'm going to say. You two watch it. Yeah, we'll I talk it. about it more next it. week. I'll watch uh, it this weekend because I got some free time. Like I was hoping we'd talk about more because I thought you two would have seen it, but we didn't. I haven't had I mean, time to hey, watch next it. Friday yeah. might be coming up. Yeah, this Friday or next Friday? Next Friday. He wanted to do a review next Monday or next Wednesday. No, not, no, next week. Oh, like either next Monday or next Wednesday if we can, or next time we do a next time before we do a podcast. All right, that's fine too. But anyway, let's move um, on to the next thing. Halloween end script is done and it's been confirmed by David Gr- David Green in its final installment. So Halloween end is supposed to be the final installment of the Halloween franchise, like the new trilogy. Like or- uh, it goes Halloween Kills and then Halloween ends. So Halloween twenty eighteen, Halloween Kills, and then Halloween ends. The script is done, and uh, director slash co writer David Green has says it's all done, it's all set. So. I think they're going to start shooting soon. I think they're going to wait on... At least, this is just my thoughts. I think they're going to wait on how Halloween Kills does. Because not only are they releasing it in theaters, they're also releasing it on Peacock. This Friday. This Friday, October 15th. Um, I'm going to check it out. I'm not a big Michael Myers fan as established in the past. But I'm going to check it out because this does take a spin on the slasher horror flick where they don't wait for the slasher to come to them. No, like... The characters go... go after the they, slasher. Yeah, no. Uh, that's what drew me in for this new film film, film that's coming out. I, I actually ended up watching, uh, like, this Halloween, uh, actually earlier this week. Like, uh, the 2018 Halloween. Finally, for the first time. I actually really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the idea that they're trying to connect this one to, like, the original series yeah, of films. One, the up to a certain point, one. and then, like, work towards, like, a different pathway than what, like, yeah. you know, the other... Like what it, those set of films originally led to, <laughs> like the, the way the, way the like... timeline works for Halloween. I'm going to be a little nerdy here. Uh, is Halloween one happens and then the timeline splits. We've got the old movies, Halloween two, where she's in the hospital, and then Halloween 2018, which takes place directly after one. That's the timeline we're in now. We where it's the... that completely different one. Halloween two, three, four, five, six, H two O resurrection all never happened, and Curse of Michael Myers. I All of those never happened. Huh. Yeah, but I like I, I like 2018's Halloween. Um, yeah, it I, also, I thought it was okay. Michael Did you also film. catch in the 2018 one in the beginning 
when uh, the daughter's talking to her friends, they're talking about how, oh, isn't your grandmother, um, or isn't your grandmother's brother Michael Myers? Yeah. And they say, no, that was a uh, rumor. That was I a believe. rumor people spread around to be yeah. assholes. Yeah. Because in Halloween 2, they say that that's his sister. Yeah. They literally, like, retconned it in this yeah. new movie because it takes place after the first instead of the second. Yeah. But, uh, going f- it's another one of these films I'm kind of excited Yeah, it's, 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 I'm not a big, again, I'm not a big horror movie fan in general, but it's interesting to see that it's going to be the characters going after the slasher first instead of the other way around. Yeah. I also want to say one thing to anyone who thinks the whole point of the 2018 movie for Michael was to kill Laurie. That was not the case because we find out in Halloween Ends, he wanted to get back to the, or the Myers You mean house. Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills, yeah, sorry. At, in the trailer for Halloween Kills, it says he's just after the Myers house, and there's a family that lives there. All right, go on from one slasher to another, which the, I, this guy bores me, honestly, bores me more than Michael Myers, because where Michael Myers is just a freak of nature, we don't know what can stop him, to just a random dude. Um, the, the, we got, we're getting a new Scream movie. Oh, Scream's getting a new Oh, movie. yeah, and the trailer yeah, dropped. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this right now. Um, like... It's I've kind of noticed this more, especially with this year, that they're trying to like revive the old slashers again. Well, I is it like USA or AMC doing like a new Chucky series? I think or sci-fi. It's I think Sci-Fi is doing a new Chucky series that's premiering tonight or or later this week. I can't remember who's doing it. Yeah, it's like a it's a full on TV series based on Chucky. But you're Chucky's right. supposed to be getting a new film uh, before the announcement of the Scream movie. Uh, Scream ended up getting its own series back in either 2017 or 2018 on MTV. I think it was didn't last long. No, I, didn't it last for like one season? I think it only lasted for like a season or two. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't hear good reviews about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, continue with the announcement. It, it, uh, I forgot. It's Scream 5. It is Scream 5. Okay. Um, the trailer had dropped. Mm-hmm. And it showed, again, the iconic scene of somebody picking up a phone and it's Ghostface saying, what's your favorite? What's your favorite scary movie? It's not yeah. quite the boys, but... No, but you, you got what I was trying to Yeah, yeah generally. Do. I'm not excited for this. Why? I thought Ghostface... <sighs> okay, here's but the But John, thing. it's got Courtney Cox. I love you. No, no, I don't care. no, no. <laughs> You're not even, not even dreidel, dreidel, dreidel? No, no, no man. Come on. I'm sorry, but scream... Ghostface bores me more than Michael Myers. Ghostface kind of confuses me because it's like, oh, it's someone who knows the the, per, the it was your main tra- character, yeah, but it's were- different every time. It's like, it's a different person. It's like, but why? It's, like, why? it's playing up the fact of, of it being a murder mystery slash horror movie. That's mm-hmm. literally what it is. It's, it, like, is the whole point the of the murderer with, like, just to toy with him? Yeah, isn't that point of like almost every other slasher film where it's sort of like part mystery of like who's trying to kill these people and why? And then... Like, then you have, like, some of these slasher films where, like, the killer is, like, a supernatural force or just some random dude that has no reason. Michael Myers. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Why do you kill Myers? Michael doesn't say anything. He's just a straight-up sociopath. Or, or a psycho... Psychopath? Yeah, psychopath. I think it would be the, so, be the thing. Going, like we were talking about earlier with the DC Dark Multiverse, going on to the realm of no logic and... I don't know why they're doing this. Epic is thinking about a Fortnite movie. No. Uh, it, uh, it would make sense, okay? Have you seen the trailers for these last few seasons for Fortnite? Or I've heard a lot of people see? weren't happy with the past few seasons. Like, Why the, did they have to add Ariana Grande? <sighs> LeBron James. 
Yeah, why? So we don't need the IRL people as playable characters. Just keep them there for the concerts. Yeah, like I'm not going to get into that, but it's been clear throughout these latest few trailers for the past year or so that Fortnite has been trying to establish a serialized story, like uh, some sort Probably of like connected story that they've been doing since day one yeah. before the game first launched out. That's what I don't mind about Fortnite is the story, and that's perfectly fine. But why do we need a movie of it? You can literally just go on and watch the cutscenes play it, out. It could literally be just a, a cash grab. But, oh, yeah. it most certainly is because they're trying to... Like, there could be no reason. It's the same reason why, like, uh, you had, like, the Angry Birds movie Oh, God, made. that movie like, was horrible. Like, more... Uh, it was what people okay are saying about movie, the Super Mario but... Brothers film that's coming out. Oh, no. People are mad at Chris Pratt because of some past stuff. But, like, they're like, oh, the movie's going to be bad because I've heard, Chris Pratt's Mario. I've like, heard oh. people are mad at Chris Pratt because he's he is the role of Mario. And it's not the original voice actor for Mario taking up the role in the movie. Oh, no. well, I've, I've heard, heard people the... don't want him because he said some homophobic stuff oh, or Jesus. something like well, Some my, drama past from stuff. From what I've heard, I think the bigger issue is that, like, uh... Mario is being voiced by a white man instead of a person who's, like, you know, an Italian. He's been voiced by a white like, man instead of an Italian. Is the voice actor even Italian? No. Like, the original? No. no. So then why the hell is this a problem? I don't know. Because my generation sucks more cock than Boner Garage. Boner don't know what that is. Don't want to find out. Yeah, me neither, honestly. So going it's on a from... Quote, it's a movie thing. Going on I can't from, remember the name of the movie. From one movie that doesn't need to be made... Not the Mario movie, the Fortnite movie. Mm-hmm. To another movie, in my eyes, that doesn't really need to be made. The rebooting Home Alone. Oh, Again. Yeah. It doesn't look bad, but why? Oh, you've seen the trailer? Yeah, it, honestly, I, I would watch it, it, but The name is what turns why. me off to Max? it. Max? What? What, Max? No, 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 no the actual movie. Home yeah, Alone. Home Sweet Home Alone is the name of the movie. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it just, it does feel weird. It, the, the movie was really cool. Like, it's a more UK area instead. Did you, did you watch it? Yeah, watch uh, the oh, trailer. Wait, it's out right now? Or? No, watch the oh. trailer. The trailer, John. Oh, the trailer, Alex. The trailer. The trailer. Yes. Okay. The thing you pull with a car. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we don't meet up for a few weeks. We just go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I'll i check it out because I'm a big fan of Home Alone 1 and 2. Yeah, I, 1 and I 2 watch are those the only Christmas. ones I watch. All the other ones I don't care for. Uh, After Home Macaulay Culkin, it just... Me. Which one was it? Was it John Tron f- said one of them uh, ended up capturing the same sort of muster that uh, Macaulay Culkin there's, did, but I don't remember which one. There's one of them where a kid tries to keep the microchip away from, like, British spies or something like that, or Russian spies. Spy kids? No. There's a Home Alone like that? Yeah. That's stupid. Oh, uh, yeah, I think it was Home Alone 4. Was it? Home yeah. Alone 4 is actually pretty decent. I'd check that one out if I were you. Because the kid, the kid in that actually does pull off traps that aren't too over the top. Like, I think one of them was he freezes over a pool, puts a trampoline on top of it, like a cut-up trampoline. So when the spies go to jump on the trampoline, the trampoline breaks and they fall right into the fucking pool and they freeze. Fucking brutal. <laughs> like, these, those traps were not out of left field like in Home Alone 2 and 3. They, it did, honestly, in my eyes, that one did capture, like, the joke, like, the joke-esque traps that weren't meant to kill, but to hold off. I know, I've only ever seen the first two Home Alone films, but I will never, like, I still have a, an almost vivid 
uh, imagery or memory of some of the traps from like the first film because they're just so out of there. Like a fucking like what was it like a a, a clothes iron yeah. like attached to a string while it's on and it just like like falls on the two thieves and like they just get burned. My by favorite, the metal. my favorite one because it goes back to like old style slapstick is um. The two paint cans on the string hanging from the roof, and the marbles on the floor with the toy cars. So when the marbles and the or when the fucking paint cans come swinging in, pow! And they start falling all over each other. They fall down the freaking stairs with a bowling ball coming after them. Oh, oh my just god! Crazy. But uh, yeah, so Home Sweet Home Alone coming to a Disney Plus near you. Rated R. It's not Freddy. It's not rated R. It's not rated R. I just felt the need to say that. I don't even think it's rated G. I think it's rated PG. PG PG-13. It's not even rated PG-13. Would you stop getting that wrong? You should do that after every movie we announce on here. See if you get it right. Get one right. All right. On to the next one. This one actually... This one... I want to see if we can go see this one. Um... Godzilla, the original, like 1954 Godzilla, is going to be back in theaters with 4K resolution. Ooh. I want to go see this. I've seen the original Godzilla. I love Godzilla, the franchise Godzilla. I want to see this, guys. Is this like an unlimited screening in, in the New York area? I would have, no, not just no, not in the New York area, like the U.S. So we, I got to do more research on it, but we should be able to go see it at some point if we can. I'd be down. I would love. Have you seen the original Godzilla? My cousin Cody was so obsessed with He's got literally guy. like I don't think of... there's a day. I think it's, they're still working on it. But because they are remastering the film in and of itself. It's not a reboot. They're it's just taking the old footage. It's a remaster of the original. Yeah, they're, they're taking the film. footage, making it look better so we can see it see it in all its glory. It is. No, that's definitely a, a nice thing. I love that idea. Um, but yeah, that's all the movie news we got. We're going to go on to video game news because uh, we're going to get Alex Rant in a little bit. <laughs> Call of Duty Vanguard creators already want two sequels. Really? The game has come sequels? out yet? Oh, the game's out. The, the, oh, the game is out now. I Vanguard, think the, two Vanguard is out. The zombies is not. Vanguard is out, but in a free post-launch DLC, they have to add in zombies after. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, and there's cheaters galore from what I've heard from the beta. Oh, we're at. Uh, they didn't implement, um, I think it was Activision that did Vanguard. Apparently sometime, it was either today or tomorrow, they're supposed to be doing something to yeah, uh, I saw deal that. with cheaters. But uh, you'll, they'll find a way around it. They always do. They, they, oh, yeah. The Activision I honestly and... don't think Call of Duty is actually going to do anything. They're going to no. like have this one other attempt, but it's not going to do much to the cheaters because they always plan ahead. But now that Vanguard's out and Warzone's <laughs> still going strong, we're going to see the decline of players in Call of Duty Cold War. Which hopefully that hopefully that gets dwindles rid of. the amount of hackers. Yeah, we yeah, ran a, it. We ran into a few. Yeah, as a person who doesn't have a lot of history in Call of Duty, just hearing all these names come up uh, is just like running like past me. Now, like, there is a. Can you cold guess what Vanguard's also. about? No, because I it, never paid attention again, to the storylines. Once again, World no, War no, II. yeah, I was about to say. Oh, we're going what, back what, to World War Two, huh? But this, but this time, it's different. Oh, Vanguard. Do tell me. Isn't it um, a different company, too? Yeah. Is it I, no, uh, I think it's Infinity Activ- Ward or is it Sledgehammer? Because there's I don't Sledgehammer, remember. Infinity Ward, and Activision. They usually rotate on making games. I don't know. I'm not excited for... I want to say Infinity Ward is if this I, one, but I'm not sure. If I get Vanguard, it's going to be strictly for the zombies. Where Cold War, I kind of got into the multiplayer... But it's running rampant with cheaters, even on PS4, because it's cross-platform. 
I heard, so, I heard Vanguard Zombies is apparently being done by Treyarch. My question is, is that going to be, like, Vanguard Zombies is going to be its own separate thing? Or because, oh, it's, no, with the, Tra- because the, it's with Treyarch, are they going to do it with their characters continuing off of Cold War? No, they'll probably integrate No, no because this story has nothing to do with the fucking Cold War Zombies. But we don't know that. Just no, because yep. it's Zombies and Vanguard doesn't mean it has to be in that time It's already period. stated it's a prequel. To everything, so... What, Vanguard? Yeah, the prequels... I've gotten told that the prequel... The zombies for Vanguard is going to be a prequel to everything. Because the released, like, trailer, it showed Dr. Richtofen. And it looked like, um... Behind them was the... uh, It's not them, but it looked like them to me, because I recently got caught up with the zombie story. Is it looked like the Apothecans were... Like an army of them standing behind a human Dr. Richtofen. Hmm. But we don't know where that's Ultimus going. Ultimus Richtofen or Primus Richtofen? Uh, Ultimus one... is the older one dressed up like the general. That one. Primus is the one without the hat and the mustache. First one you said. Okay, so Ultimus. I'm still a little iffy on the details for yeah. Call of Duty Zombies. I'm Dude, the, the original four, like up until the end of Black Ops 3, I was following completely. Black Ops 4, I started drifting off oh, of it, yeah. and I haven't watched any lore the, since. The Call, oh, of Duty, yeah, same here. the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Zombies maps are actually really fun. I will give them that. Um, I really, I really hope, honestly, for Black Ops Cold War, just just as like an add-on for one of the seasons, they release the Primus and Ultimus yeah. characters as uh, skins, My, at least for care for. I, I wouldn't mind the maps. Like a revamped map of like oh, yeah. of Kinder, Five, Moon, Buried, you know, from spread out from the series. Oh, I, Moon was a really good one. I, one I feel like is underappreciated. I would love to see remade, but they probably will never do. Is uh, Call of the Dead because it's got all the actors there. The guy oh, who played yeah. Freddy Krueger, oh, the yeah, guy who played thing. Machete, yeah, uh, the one who played Woody Harrelson. There was uh, oh, Woody God. Harrelson. Was, a, was not, also like one of my favorite maps. Or not Woody Harrelson. Um. Yeah, the one that played uh, yeah, Yondu. The guy David, who played David, Machete. Yeah. The guy who played uh, Yondu. George A. Romero. Uh, the guy who played... Or Robert England. Or Robert England. Yep. The guy who played Freddy Krueger. And then some girl I can't remember what she played. Sally. The character's name was Sally, but I don't know. It if... was an actual actress. Oh, I just okay. can't remember who it was. But you... in the lore, if you go to um, the map that's made of all the multiple maps, uh-huh. I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember what's called. Uh, Revelations. Okay. You go to Revelations, go to the Shangri-La area. There's a radio with her, that girl from Call of the Dead, talking. So pretty much in the lore, she was the last one left in that world, and I think she ended up just starving to death. So let me much. let me ask you this question. Do the you others th- died to the zombies? Do I you think say. um Vanguard or Call of Duty, whichever whoever company is making Vanguard and working on Vanguard constantly, do you think they're cocky for already announcing that they want to do two sequels to it? Yeah, my, my honest opinion as someone who has played Call of Duty since Call of Duty Finest Hour, Big Red 1, and Call of Duty 3 for the PlayStation 2, someone has played pretty much, if not literally, every Call of Duty since then, mm-hmm. they should work more on the cheaters before thinking about sequels ahead of time. Yeah, because yeah, maybe fix security. your hack me, problem. Me and you have played and Cold then War. then make new games. Me and you have played Cold War multiplayer with your brother and our, two of our buddies, and we've run into numerous matches where there's constant lock-ons. There's uh, they're bowling, even, there's aimbot. There's, there's not even... There's, there's no what security. What the hell is it called? Hit registration where they can literally shoot and as long as you're on screen it counts as a hit? Yeah, you can literally see them point towards the garage door. If you're standing by the car, their bullets will go right to you. 
Oh yeah, as long as you're on screen and they're firing their gun, they're hit marker. Every it's time. running. It's running rampant right now, and, it, and it's sick. That's why I've been playing more zombies. One thing I do wish for Vanguard zombies is they put they they do more work in outbreak. Where it's literally the giant maps you can run around. Oh and yeah, explore. I don't think I they're thought... gonna do outbreak for Vanguard. I want to say they're gonna leave that to Cold War. I, I hopefully hope... they add to that for the new seasons. I'm afraid. We'll I'm afraid that Activision uh, and the other the other um, Activision Treyarch is po- Cold War. Well, what I'm saying is I'm worried that Activision and the other publishers are going to forget about Cold War and focus on Warzone and Vanguard because that's what, what's going to be making their money recently. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid of that too. And usually what happens when they make a new Call of Duty is the previous ones, they slowly care. Like, what will happen with the older Call of Duty when they make a new one is slowly less and less they loosen the grip more and more on hackers on the older games yeah. to try to focus more on the newer game. Yeah. Which is that's that. my worry. <laughs> that's my worry with Cold Wars. We'll actually get more hackers because they'll care more about the newest game. But uh, let's, I let's, hope that's not the let's, case. Let's go on some be- some better news. Remember a couple weeks ago when I said there was rumors of GTA Vice City, San Andreas, and GTA Three getting a remastered version, yes, or a re-release. That's actually happening. They Rockstar has announced they are re-releasing GTA Three, San Andreas, and Vice City for every current console, including the Switch. So, yeah. so we're getting those three matches. allowing that on their console. I know, right? <laughs> well, they do have rated M games on there. Yeah, but, like, GTA has literal, like, prostitutes. Yeah, good point. But uh, I-, I can't wait for that. GTA, Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas. What's this game? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> little Timmy's now Big Timmy. Yeah, Big Timmy, like GTA. No, no, it's from, it's Little Timmy to Big T. Yo, is your boy Big T. But uh, yeah, GTA. We've all played Grand Theft Auto games, no matter which one it's been. Oh Me, my you, God, and Willie have favorites. played freaking Grand Theft Auto Five, or <laughs> yeah, Grand Theft Auto Five oh. for hours at your house, oh. just messing around with cheat codes and story mode. Yeah, John. <laughs> okay. Oh. My first experience with GTA, of course, is San Andreas. It's yeah, classic. Everyone, it really is. Like, the definitive Grand Theft Auto game. I almost nearly completed GTA 4 Liberty City. I really liked that game. I did like the protagonist of that film. I think his name was Nico. Yep. Nico Bellic. 5 is its own monster. That that was a really good game. Yeah. And I remember almost completing it 100%. Like, I stopped because it was the Xbox 360 version, not the Xbox One. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, no, uh, it's funny we mentioned Grand Theft Auto because recently in my job, I've been listening to, like, the radio station playlists that they have oh on YouTube my God. based off, like, like oh, my God, I, I, I've never really truly appreciated the radio stations from the Grand Theft Auto series until I started working and, over here. And with Rockstar, with, Rockstar try, with Rockstar trying to get GTA 6 off the ground, or for rumors saying they're trying to get it off the ground, they're trying to start working on it, or at least they are working on it and don't want they to tell are, anybody. They are working on it from some, from a source I have, but like they haven't announced it fully yet. And here's the thing. Rock, people are getting mad at Rockstar for not announcing it yet. I don't want I, them announcing it if it's not going to be ready within this year or next year. We all know with GTA that is Rockstar's premier franchise. Yeah, they they're don't going. Want to do what they don't want to do what Bethesda did with the Elder Scrolls. Series. Exactly. Yeah. Jeez. So don't know what that's all about. I don't know. Carry on. I'll be back. Um. Here's the thing. Rockstar is a is is one of the AAA titles in the world today, and you can't go. 
naming AAA publishers without putting Rockstar in that name. Rockstar takes care of their game franchises. While they're working on GTA 6, they are working on GTA 5 still, adding new stuff into it almost every month. Right. And people are still bitching about it. Oh, yeah. People are still complaining, like, oh, when are you going to announce GTA let them do it. Let them work on GTA 6. Right. Uh, hold on just for a quick second here. We seem to uh, have let a them outside problem. You, you guys continue talking. Greg, continue talking. Let them, yeah. work, let them work on GTA 6. Let them announce it when they are ready. Yeah. Because I don't, again, like Greg said, I don't want this to be a Elder Scrolls situation or a more, a, a more, uh, of course they do. Um, they need a more help with a situation where it's the Fallout, where it's just Fallout 4 and 76 and 76 crash and burn. Oh, 76 was a horrible disaster. At least it's starting to become somewhat fixed, but it's clear that Bethesda ruined the entire Fallout franchise with what they did with 76. Um, but a good a good case of when they'll probably reveal GTA 6 is when they finally take down the servers uh, for... All platforms. They, they are they are going to be doing it soon for the Xbox 360 and PS3. Yeah, servers. they did do that. Yeah. Uh, right. So, oh, sorry it's definitely about that. it's definitely going to be a uh, when GTA 6 is announced. It's definitely going to be uh, it's going to be a trailer that breaks the internet. Be- right. In my opinion, because uh, they they they're going to be working on this. Yeah, and I. I commend Rockstar for taking their time with GTA 6. And also still adding to GTA 5. It is a game where, like Alex's brother Zach said, it may not have something you like, but it has something for everybody. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and, definitely. I, and I commend... What I don't commend is people, is people ditching a game after a couple months. And it's a car alarm going off. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm, Sorry, uh, if you guys can't hear, there is a car alarm going on outside, but we don't I, know which car it is. <laughs> I love Grand Theft Auto. I, I love Elder Scrolls. I love what they're doing. I mean, I know Bethesda is working on Elder Scrolls 6 right now. Yeah, I know. But Rockstar, I commend them for taking their time with the game, working on a game that they already have while working on a new one. I don't want them to stretch themselves too thin. I want them to take the time to work on GTA 6, make it an even bigger phenomenon than GTA 5. Uh, don't even the... announce it unless it's going to be released exactly. within 365 days. I don't know. I think it's kind of funny that we're talking about both GTA and uh, Elder Scrolls because I've recently been thinking about uh, getting into Skyrim again for like, what, the fifth <laughs> or sixth time? Oh, you would hate what I'm doing. I'm trying my... to finish the goddamn game once... Like, main storyline once and for all. I've done all the DLC, but I've never finished the main story, and it's been over a decade oh, now that that game has been out. Almost a decade now that that game has been out, and I still haven't finished the main quest. You would hate what I did with my fucking Skyrim. Oh, I have the Xbox, <laughs> I have the Xbox One version, right? Yeah. And I modded the crap out oh, of it. Oh, you too? Oh, yes, buddy! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Greg, I let gotta, just, Greg, let me just say, he made Shaggy <laughs> Ultra Instinct in one of his saves. Nice. And I gave him Thor's armor with Mjolnir and Stormbreaker. And the Infinity Gauntlet, I think. <laughs> and, and the Infinity Gauntlet and a Naruto overhaul pass, patch to where you see Shaggy Ultra Instinct shooting a Rustin shuriken out of his hand. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> okay, okay, but Moving on. let's move on.
Uh, oh, the next one. Alex is actually going to love this next story. Pokemon remakes of Diamond and Pearl gameplay hands-on IGN actually had. Oh, it, actually, yeah. No, I know about this because uh, earlier today I was watching a video from GameSpot uh, because they've recently done an interview with the development team for Brilliant Diamond and Pearl. It and looks fantastic. Talking. It looks good. It does look good. It's definitely trying to emulate the original Generation 4 games, uh, and they're still keeping the style that has been criticized. But I do like it. Fuck that criticism. Like the style is growing on me. At first, I wasn't sure because I kind of wanted the Sword and Shield. It's but if they're going to save that for the main games and games like Legends of Arceus, by all means. Like, <laughs> it, yeah, I like it. it it's supposed to be nostalgic, and I'm okay with that. It's like, y'all shut up. You guys wanted Sinnoh remakes? We got two. I, I'm yeah. glad on the Sinnoh remakes. I'm glad we're getting them. I'm glad we are... I'm excited for both, but honestly, I'm more excited for the Diamond and Pearl remakes by far. Oh, yeah. Like, Legends Arceus looks really cool, don't get me wrong, but it's just the Diamond and Pearl remakes I've been waiting for is forever. That game was the one that I was most interested in because that was the first game I owned that was brand new to me. Before, every other game I owned was always, like, Will's or my cousin's game that they gave to me when they got the newest one. Diamond and Pearl will be an amazing game that comes out November 19th. Yep. Okay. Just want to make sure I got that name right. And then the Comic-Con. That's the only reason why I remember the day, because it's literally a couple days before I literally like, this is, it, it is the best weekend for me, because I get my favorite generation remake Friday. And then Sunday, I'm going to Comic-Con. Oh, it's, best, it's best weekend for me, too, because I love Sinnoh. You know how much I love Sinnoh. I can't remember oh, if you Sinnoh said Sinnoh was, was your great, all-time favorite. Like, Sinnoh was a great was a great generation for Pokemon. Like, that cannot be understated. Platinum is considered to be one of the best Pokemon games. It's where they most fleshed out the competitive, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Sinnoh, that was the is, biggest thing. Sinnoh is my all-time favorite. It's got my favorite Pokemon. It's got my favorite Legendaries. It's got my favorite... Like, style, the way Sinnoh was just designed, the whole cave oh, system. Yeah. They're oh, bringing yeah. everything back and making it better. That's what a remake should do. If you want to introduce new people to your franchise, you bring back something that is loved and that's been loved for generations by people. Introduce new people to it by giving them the same feel, the same aesthetic, same everything, and you add new shit to it. The fact that we, were getting, that we are getting Diamond and Pearl remakes... In our generations of gamers, yeah. is amazing, and with the technology we can have, this can definitely be one of the best games of 2021 by far. They revamp, and then next year, <laughs> Legends Arceus will come out, and everyone will be like, "Oh yeah, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, those were good." But now we got Legends. <laughs> oh yeah, I they know. Ninety percent of people are going to do that. Ninety percent of people are going to do that because they're going to be like, "Well, the art style of Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl is kind of kid like, so I don't really care for it." It's like, fuck. You, man. To me, no matter what happens, without that game, you wouldn't have Legends Arceus. To me, to me, Legends of Arceus and Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are going to be on the same level simply because they both look amazing. And Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, I cannot say enough about. They revamped the cave system. They revamped the mining system. They revamped. I can tell you guys the, right now, I'm going to be playing the shit of that game. I'm doing a shiny badge quest. They revamped. The contest system, so you're not just sitting there watching your Pokemon do the contest. Oh, I know, the contest system. Well, no, because that it's just like how Diamond and Pearls was, but I think, you know, HD-ified, but... No, that's what adding in the rhythm, the rhythm game. Yeah, I was just about to mention. Oh, that's a new, they're a new yeah, thing on top sort of, of it? Yeah. yeah. I thought you were just talking about No, that's that, what we were like, trying to get to. I, like, I didn't uh, know if you played, or you remember the regular Diamond and Pearl had being... 
pretty much diamond or ruby sapphire emeralds, but you interact more. Yeah, no, that was what I was trying to to get into. Uh, they released some new um, info about how contests will work, and they've added like this new like rhythm game feature to the contest. Yeah. Which is which is honestly kind of cool. I love I stayed rhythm a, games. Dude. I stayed away from the contest because in Ruby, I, my first Pokemon game ever was Ruby that I played fully through. Same here. I had a little bit. Of, I played a little bit of silver, but I didn't understand the context of Pokemon at the time. Ruby was the first Pokemon game I played through fully. I tried the contest; it really weren't for me. I I, I didn't. I get, love the con in in Gen three. I don't care for the contest, but in Gen four, that's I love what them really turned so me off to them. So when I played Diamond and Pearl, I didn't touch the contest at all. But the fact that they're adding new shit to this, and it's my favorite generation. Most of my favorite Pokemon come from this favorite from this generation. Mm. It does my heart good to be a geek, because it is a good year to be a fucking geek. You can say a lot of the bad shit with the whole Activision and Blizzard, and all the drama that's been going on within the gaming community, and the anime community, and the movie community. All just of that. everywhere in just, general. Just everywhere in general. But it is also a good year from all the good shit we are getting. Like, case in point, they revamped the HM system. Oh, yeah. You do not have to have an HM on your Pokemon in your party. Yep. You use an HM, a random wild Pokemon comes out, uses that move, and then just goes away. That's what it is? <laughs> yes! <laughs> No, it's, it's the craziest hold up, hold thing up, hold I've up, ever seen. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm pulling up Cerby right the fuck now, dude. I need to see this. What? I up? got that from IGN.com earlier when I was putting the show together. Yeah, GameSpot was talking about it too earlier today. Like, it's like that's one of the crazy. biggest things that broke recently for Pokemon because it showed gameplay footage. It's like the craziest thing this ever. It's just in. Oh, breaking news. Pokemon news. Alright. Pokemon News for Sword and Shield. Some leaked sin- signage from GameStop stores via Poke or er, oh, Beach has been shared and has confirmed that Shiny Zashi and Shiny Zamazenta distributions are to hit US GameStops via serial code October's twenty second. Okay, I can I can get into this. I can get this right now. I just Shiny Zamazenta and Sword and here. Shiny Zashian and Shield. So you get Zashian, I get Zamazenta. I get the one I like more shiny, you get the one you like more shiny. Yeah, it's actually funny that you mentioned this now. I actually learned about this earlier. I was going to bring it up uh, if you guys hadn't. Um, so, I didn't yeah, know this, that. this distribution event came, came out earlier uh, this year. Uh, and you had to be like part of the trainer club for for a uh, Japanese side of uh, Japanese side of the Pokémon community. And uh, uh, right now the Japanese uh, Poké fans are now have this event going through with them right now where uh they'll have to go to the store in person and uh show their pokemon home to these people in order to get the, the shiny zashin or zamazenta if you had the corresponding game to it first event is going to be from october 22nd to november 12th or 11th i believe and that will be for the shiny zamazenta and then uh, from November 12th or 11th up into the release date for Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, you'll get the other corresponding So we can here. get both Zamazenta and Zashi and Shining. you have to have both games. Oh, okay. So then I would want to get Zamazenta. Yeah. Because I have S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. You know, we Fuck. could No, Zashian, if you had... Yeah, you get shiny Zashian. Oh, get the opposite. Yes. I get shiny Zamazenta. that they're only doing it for, no, like, we you know, could this, do. this condition. I've done this before. Is it a little bad? I don't think so. I asked for two codes before in the past. Say one's for my sibling. I've gotten two codes. You monster. You get two for shiny Zam- or shiny Zashian. I'll get two for shiny Zamazenta. You give one to Willie so he has a shiny Zashian too. 
I give mine to someone who has sword so they get another Zacian, or I can make a second account and trade you the shiny Zacian. I like that idea better. That way both. you get both, because I don't care about having both. I just want I do. Shiny Zacian. I want both. I do. I, I want, want both because I want to name one Steven. <laughs> the last, event, I also the last distribution a, event I missed out for Pokemon was the Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, like shiny Sogaleo and Lunala, and I, and I regretted that for years. This is the latest distribution I've heard about that I'm really excited to see, so I hope... That I'll have the time to get these codes and get the... Get October the 22nd. Write it down in your calendars, lads. Yep. But, uh, but uh, additional breaking news for Pokemon. Okay, this one's for Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. It just says, Previews for Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl have been released through various outlets. Within these, there's some new information about the games. First, according to Vooks, the game will now include autosave, which can be disabled. According to Vooks and Nintendo World Report... Experience share is also back and affects every Pokemon, but like Sword and Shield, you cannot turn it off. The mechanics, I'm okay with that. The mechanics, including quality of life, effectiveness, and uh, quality of life upgrades shown within past generations have also returned, such as showing type effectiveness in battle. TMs are also single-use now in the game, but there will be opportunities to get or to get more. Wasn't TM oh, single-use okay. in Sword and Shield? From no. Gen 5 onward, they were repeated use. You're thinking no, of training Gen records. 8, they had, yeah, training records. And oh, then according to, okay. according to Polygon, uh, you can change the Pokemon in your party with Pokemon in storage at any time. So you'll have the bag Pokemon PC now, just like in Sword and Shield. Oh, thank God. I love that. That I, was I one of my nitpicks. I miss picks. using the PC just for nostalgia reasons for the remakes. If it's possible to go to the PC as well, I might do that just I can't for see them taking it out fully. But I can see them not letting you use it like the actual PC. At but least. for for people like me who who was it was always a pain to go back to the PC, drop Pokemon, bring them out. Who loved the quick system that they implemented in Sword and Shield? I love that. I thought that was a good idea. I mean, you, obviously, you can do both. You can go to a PC in Sword and Shield, can't you? If I remember correctly, uh, I'm not sure. There is a PC, but I don't know if you can use it to check your Pokemon storage. I've never tried to. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl are looking to be great games, and I can't wait to play them. Moving on to the two anime news stories we got. Oh, wait, before that, one more gaming thing. That you guys haven't mentioned, but you should. Final Smash character. Oh, that was yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to pop out for a moment out of the studio. I And I will be back, lads. But you guys talk uh, about you that. You don't want to talk about this? This he, is the last him, Smash character. Me and him are not excited let me, for Let this. me give my short, my short little spiel. I love Sora. I need to play through more of the Kingdom Hearts games. I've only played 358. We didn't need another sword fighter. Fire Emblem ruined sword fighters for me because we have way too many of them. I know. I think you have <laughs> three, <laughs> three lists, like seven Fire Emblem characters. Then we have Cloud Strife. We have Sephiroth. Now we have Sora. We have Hero from Dragon Quest. We don't need sword I fighters. Just... You, can't, you can't say that when the larger Smash community has been wanting Sora for years. In yeah, fact, feel they like revealed that he was before Cloud. Yeah, that doesn't matter, though. Uh, A large part of the Smash community wanted Waluigi in it. And yeah. they gave us, they fucking trolled us with an assist trophy. Yeah. Either, either way, if for those that haven't seen this, uh, the final Smash showcase re- was revealed earlier this week, or rather earlier last week, and had revealed that Sora is the last Smash contender. Uh, he has been the. They ran a poll six years ago. If you didn't, uh, you know, get yourself involved in that when the DS, uh, 3DS Smash game came out. And it was confirmed in that poll by the showcase that Sora was the most requested fighter. 
People have been gunning for Sora to be in this game for years, and it only makes sense that he is the last fighter to be brought in for the DLC for Smash Ultimate before Sakurai steps down as creative director for the Smash series. Now, does this mean that Smash will have a new, a new game somewhere, sometime in the horizon? Maybe so, but Sakurai is stepping down. Personally, I've been seeing Sora... Uh, not only through like re Sora's like you know showcase, not through like just seeing it myself multiple times just to get a hang on the character, but also through a bunch of reactions when he was announced. A lot of people in in like the Smash community, uh, as well as like you know up and coming YouTubers and stuff like that, and Twitch streamers. People love Sora. People really love Sora and are excited for Sora, and I do love the fact that ever since KH three came out, the larger Kingdom Hearts franchise has been getting the recognition and respect it deserves. You know, I, I will agree with you on that. I will. I'm just... Like, Kingdom Hearts is a wonderful franchise, and I definitely like what they did with Sora's moveset and layout in this game. His fight, the only thing I have to nitpick about his character, the rest of his moves look great. He himself looks fantastic in the game. I hope that they put some of his, like, KH2 costumes as... Re as Okay, Three so colors. you haven't seen the video then. I have. I'll go through the... the I, I have seen his video, and this is why I'm going to be nitpicking this final part. I do not like his final smash. You don't like sealing the keyhole? No. I think that it's underwhelming. I think they could have done something way better. They could have done something different. It just okay. feels... Ugh. I understand why, and trust me, I, I was about to get into this... Of course, with Sora, a lot of people were expecting, like, you know, Donald and Goofy to show up. At least for Sora's final smash. However, they couldn't do that, unfortunately. No, uh, And this is just because of all the legality. Like, a major cont uh, contention for getting Sora into Smash in the first place was how were they going to, like, get into discussions between Nintendo and Disney. Uh, Disney has sort of, like, been more lenient with their properties over the... Re Oh, in like in recent years, but there is just so much that goes on behind the scenes legality wise uh, to like get this character in that it's amazing that we finally got Sora in because that was the big point about Sora. He was technically a Disney character and no one, absolutely no one believed he would ever get in Smash because he belonged to Disney. I thought he was owned by Square Enix, and nope. Disney only owned the Disney characters. Nope, he, he owned, Disney owned Sora. Uh, Square Enix owned Kingdom Hearts. It, I have to watch this again, but, like, I was... It's funny we mention this now, because I was actually watching a video recently about the legality issues behind getting Sora into Smash, and not only him, but also, like, a, like the song choices that they used. That being said, I I love I love Sora. He's, I will try he's him he's out. Maybe character. my opinion will change when the game finally comes out. I will try him when he comes out. But until then, I'm a little disappointed. I don't know who else I would have placed in that spot. Variations. His first four are uh, or basically his different outfits from the four main series. Uh, four. Uh, sorry. Uh, one, two, three D, and and uh, three. Yes! And then. Okay. And then, like, P6 through uh, P8 are his Valor, Wisdom, and Ultimate form. And then P5 is literally his timeless river design with unique, dedicated facial expressions to the, to the, uh, to, like, the, to, like, the... Wait, wait, you mean Steamboat Willie design? Yeah. Okay, never mind. That, that... Number eight. 
Number eight is his Ultima form Which from is, three. Remember the picture I showed you with the Ultima oh, weapon? They have the form, but they can't have that as his final smash. Yeah. I mean, it could be a cloud situation where his ultimate smash changes depending on the... So, like, if you uh, go to the Ultima form, it, he oh, does something yeah, with the Ultima weapon. Costume. I forgot. I would love it if that was the case. I would, I, too. I that, would, that would honestly put him yeah. right up there. But I, I, like, I like having him as sore. But anyway, that was the final video game news that these two didn't want to talk about. Let's move on to the next It's bit. not that... Let me get my last little series is amazing. Just from playing 358. I played through some of one, but that was when I borrowed a game from a friend years ago. And I, I love the games. I just need to sit down and play them, find the time to do so. I love the music of the games. I love the combat system. I fucking love that Sephiroth fight. I watched someone do it. Oh, my God. That, Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, no, the Sephiroth fight. He thought, two were cool. when I first started talking to him about it, like, a I couple days mandatory. ago. Yeah, he thought it was a story boss. No, it's, oh, a, it's an no. end game thing. It's an end game thing. You could do. That's why it's recommended you get the ultimate weapon before you go in and fight him. Yeah, because I gotta I'll look up all the Sora's costumes in Smash now. The ultimate well, weapon see, is. Did the... you see Kirby? If he gets Sora, he doesn't <laughs> have a Keyblade because he's considered not worthy to wield a Keyblade. Yeah. Lore wise, it's crazy, but I love the memes that have come out from this. Also, the fact that Kirby can't use a Keyblade means he's not worthy, but he still has sort of the powers of it. Like, like he has the sparkles forming like, in his Keyblade. Well, my favorite meme about this is the magic without the Keyblade. Yeah, my favorite. Meme about this is the fact that since now Sora's in Smash, it means that all of Smash canon is now canon to the Kingdom Hearts no. franchise. Oh my no. god, there's a Smash Brothers <laughs> no. world. And, okay, since since Square oh Enix god, is no longer so wait, since Square Enix is no longer partners with Disney, right? I, no, they still are. Oh, so they, they so what does are. this mean for the next Kingdom Hearts game? Are they still gonna do Disney Worlds or we don't know that I about thought, four? We don't know that about I four. thought the, the 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 deal between them were done as soon as Kingdom Hearts 3 was out. Nah, and nah. they had a bunch of backstage tumult. Those are all the costumes. Yeah, I, I don't care. I, I want them now. I, I love in Kingdom Hearts 3 Sora. Yeah, I've, I've seen the video multiple times. I know. Um, but I'm definitely buying Is there a reason why now. there's a Steamboat wound? In Kingdom, Hearts, Mickey in no? Kingdom Hearts no. 2, there was... I forgot the world was. Timeless River. Well, that the Timeless River takes place in the very first animation short that featured Mickey Mouse called Steamboat Willie. Yeah. That was the that's animation the, style. That's what the world was based on, Steamboat Willie. And that is what... I think, didn't they consider that the center so of all Ultima Disney worlds? Pure White? Yeah. That's yeah, that's weapon. Ultima. Uh, but it definitely looks better in the showcase version. Um, Timeless River World... Uh, the Timeless River World... Uh, was basically, if I remember correctly, the plot for that world was essentially that um, Sora, Donald, and Goofy had to go back in time and uh, make sure that the Cornerstone of Light, the thing that protects Disney Castle from the Heartless, is kept safe because someone has gone back in time and messed with it. Uh, this turns out to be Pete yeah. and Maleficent's doing. And so, Sora, Donald, and Goofy using Merlin's magic travel back into this special world in the past to protect the Cornerstone of Light. Uh, but yeah, the cor Disney Castle is probably the central focal point for all Disney worlds in, in KH. But that doesn't mean that there won't be any more Disney worlds. In fact, part of me oh, is no, thinking that Shit 4 con. is still going to have like at least 4 or 5 Disney worlds. Like, 4 or 5 different Disney worlds. And I one of my world hopes is that we finally do like a treasure planet world or an incredibles world that would be Ooh, with that me would be cool. with me i would want those two and probably a mcu world 
Oh yeah, no, yeah, another Marvel or at least world. a Marvel like world, an in actual general. Marvel world mm. would cut would be cool. But that would that's something I would like to see. Yeah. Um, moving on, we're going to go on to a little bit of anime news. Dragon Ball Super movie superheroes trailer got leaked online. Oh, Uh-oh. at least, and then some of the footage got leaked online. Well, no, sorry, the trailer got put. The Japanese trailer got put online. Yeah, it wasn't leaked. It was put out by everybody. Mm-hmm. Um. But some of the but some of the footage in the trailer, people were able to pause it at the right time, and it showed Brawly. It showed Brawly sparring with Goku. I can't Super wait Brawly? for this. What? Super Brawly? Yeah, Super Brawly. Yeah, Super Brawly. Brawly of old Dragon Ball Z is no longer th- a thing. He was never made canon. This is a new version of Brawly. Which well, you I said abs- Dragon, you said Dragon Ball Heroes, so that's why I thought maybe it was like the card game. Oh, no, like, no, no. This, the well, the movie is called Dragon sense. Ball Super Super Heroes. Oh. This has nothing to do with that card game I showed you that I got on the Switch. Okay. Because yeah, I know there's like a side series based on Yeah, that. there is. There is. But this has nothing to do with it. It's a completely new story. So not only is Brawly going to be in the movie, Young Pan is also going to be in yeah, the movie. I saw the yeah, Because yeah. she is in a training outfit. We don't know who she's training with. Probably Piccolo. It, it, Goku probably, her, actually. Her grandfather. I think it's going to be Goku. No, her <laughs> actual grandfather. You're such John. a dick, man. <laughs> I can't wait for this. Because I like the idea of Pan. Wait, what I color love, was the training outfit? It was like it was, it's like a gray muscle shirt with a or no a white muscle shirt with a gray t shirt under it. She's like a, oh, I thought it was like the orange gi. No, 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 no. I was gonna say if it was orange, I was gonna be like fuck. No, <laughs> she's got like MMA gloves on, like training MMA gloves on. She's got an uh, a white muscle shirt with a gray t shirt under it. She's sparring in the mountains with somebody, but it wouldn't put it past me if it was Goku and Piccolo. No, you know who it could be. You know who it could be. Hercule Satan. Oh God. You're no, because Satan. she's learning how to control her key. Yeah. So and Hercule Satan never you, learned you that. You never know. But it wouldn't you put it past me if it was. Champ has got an ultra instinct. Sit down, Hercule. Damn it. <laughs> um, it wouldn't put it past me if it was Goku and Piccolo because we've both seen Goku and Piccolo. Take time to train with Gohan during the Android Saga at the mm-hmm. beginning of it. More so, one than the other. But yeah, it, but it wouldn't put it past me if it was both of them or one of them. Uh, something is going down with these two new mysterious characters. Um, I don't know their names yet. One of them looks like Porky from uh, Earthbound. Yeah, and it looks interesting. The animation is fucking beautiful. Like even better than it, it Super is. It is completely CGI animated. The colors are. If you've ever seen a colorized version of the of the Dragon Ball Z or Super manga, it's fucking beautiful. Mm. Akira Toriyama himself said he wanted the colors to match the manga, and it shows in the trailer alone, and it's fucking beautiful. The first time I watched the trailer, it did not look like it was CG animated. It looked like that old timey two D animation, like it was for the Amer- like um, American Tale or The Land Before Time. It looks amazing, and I cannot wait for this movie. I am one of the biggest Dragon Ball supporters. I don't give a shit what series it is. I'll defend Dragon Ball from Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z to GT and Super. I know what the problems are with some of the arcs, and I agree with some of the problems. The fact that we're, again, living in a day and age where we're getting a new anime movie just about every year, or announcements of animes coming back that we watched in our childhood and they're being taken care of, they're being worked on with such finesse and such careful hands is amazing. 
now on to some bittersweet news. Um, I, I don't know how Greg's going to feel about this. Digimon Ghost Game. Oh, yeah. It's a couple episodes in. It's two episodes in so far. Is it? Okay. Yep. So I was right. Um, I don't know how I should feel about this series because it feels like it's going down the road of either Aptmon or Digimon Fusion. It's clearly its own standalone. It's not part of the adventure series. Well, yeah. I do kind of like what they're doing with the Digimon in this case. Um, if, Alex, you haven't seen it yet, the Digimon and Ghost game are more bestial-like. They're more, they're reminiscent more like the Tamer seri- Tamer era Digimon, where they're working on, like, their base instincts and are, like, more cunning actual monsters than, than uh, you know, what other series of the franchise have tried to done. What is it um, called? Digimon what? Ghost, Ghost games. Story. Uh, ghost. Oh, Ghost Stories? No, Ghost Game, I think. I must say, I thought it was Ghost Game. Ghost Stories or Ghost Game. Um, <laughs> they oh. already had, like, two different Digimon so far. First episode had Clockmon as the main antagonist. Clockmon. The second one was Mummymon. Uh, they're clearly focusing on different monster-like Digimon for these first few episodes to get, like, a feel of the series. Uh, the, what I don't like so far is just, is, like, two things. The Digivolution in the series isn't isn't really fleshed out but it's only premiered once so far and it's only been in the second episode maybe that'll be better well if you remember what they like, did in the original like, like original adventure it's it's weird because wait that's the digivice it's like a fucking fitbit yeah it's actually based off the new item that they've been uh put the the virtual pet bracelet yeah, yeah virtual pet bracelet that they've been selling How, go back to that picture now. hang on yeah but the, the little triceratops in my opinion was one of the mascots for them in my opinion it looks like Either that the Digivolutions are going to be based around more, like, similar to, uh, you know, yeah, like that. Like, more like uh, the armor Digivolutions. Or I'm honestly like okay with like, that. Because, because, like, our main Digimon in this series is Gammon, And it's, like, this cute little Triceratops-looking so adorable. Looking little thing. And he has two different Digivolutions, and they don't, in the anime's opening, doesn't, specif- doesn't like, allude to whether or not it could be, like them both being champions or one being champion and one being ultimate but it does sort of look like multiple evolutions will be a case in this in this series i'm okay with that stages won't be in stages won't be really considered until probably like nearing the end i'm okay with that because i love the digi armor the digi mantle as it's been come to call in adventure o2 i thought it was cool i wish it was a fleshed out a little bit more because halfway through O2, they kind of abandoned the digi-eggs of, like, Courage, Friendship, and all that for the DNA digivolution. Which didn't even end up working No, half the time. Like It was, that, only, it was only, like, Imperial Dramon that when it actually worked. Yeah, and Imperial Dramon doesn't even win that often. No. Like, in that O2 was such a... O2 wasn't dumb, but it definitely wasn't a great series. I go back and watch it every once in a while, but I've... I've I can agree with you yeah, on the flaws. The, the designs were good. It definitely had the potential there, at least in the beginning, but it just fell off. I love, um, like, I love, I love the yeah. three new Digimon we got in O2. I love Vmon, I love Hawkmon, and I love Armadillomon. Yeah. I wish they didn't focus so much on the DNA Digivolution, even though I love Imperial Jumon and Sylphimon. I wish they kind of learned how to Digivolve themselves, so we see. Uh, obviously, it didn't follow Vmon's original path, like in the original manga where it goes Vmon, Vdramon, 
all like all then eventually to all four speed Dramon being the mega. Um, I wish we would have gotten an EX Vmon Digivolution oh, yeah. line. Because uh, yeah, I because, thought that was cool. Yeah, because Vmon's uh, Digivolution line leads to Holy Dramon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, going on to the thing I don't really like about Ghost Game isn't like isn't the Digivolution thing, which could be just a nitpick at the moment since we don't know much about it. The thing I kind of like is like one of the side characters in the series. He's just he's just stupid. He he's really stupid. Didn't they give him like a pixie for a Digimon partner? No, no. Like I'm not talking about the the superstitious guy who's oh, afraid okay. of everything. I'm talking about Hokut. I believe his name is Hokuto. Uh, like, main character's name is Hokuto. Uh, he, his best friend, the guy that has, like, this, this like, you know, uh, jacket and, like, this yellow, yep. like, shirt underneath who tries to be, like, this ladies' man and stuff like that. He is clearly not just the worst. <laughs> uh, like, quite clearly the worst. I, I saw the poster for Ghost Game after kind of looking it up. And it has the, the Tricera, the little yeah. baby Tricera Yeah, drops. Gammon. And then you have, like... The fucking big-ass Yeti. Yeah, the Yeti. <laughs> paired with the Yeti. girl for once. Yeah, and then you have, like, the Pixie, the Pixie paired with the other... Which is weird, because normally it's the guys in the Digimon anime who get the, like, either the yeah, boyish... Yeah, are all based off of Yokai, which I think uh, is going to be a running theme throughout the series. Uh, Clockmon literally steals the years from somebody yeah. and ages them up right in front of the main character. Till she's an old. whole belief, is, at least in the second episode, if you haven't seen it, spoilers ahead. But Mummymon's uh, Mummymon attacks people because he's under the belief that humans could attain eternal life via the Egyptian method, which was mummifying them. His- so he kidnaps people to try and mummify them. Uh, essentially suffocating them all to death. Here's you don't f- know whether or not he's actually killed people. That's the weird thing about the Digimon in the series. They're holograms, so humans can affect them, but they have they have the ability to affect humans, which is which is strange. And I think it could contribute to the fact that clearly the setting for this Digimon series is a more futuristic setting. Yeah. Hard light and holograms are more apparent and aware as a technology in the series. But it's definitely weird that besides, you know, our main characters and their Digimon, they, they can interact with each other, are more solid and visible to the human world. Humans can't necessarily do anything against these, these enemy Digimon, but that can't be said about the Digimon themselves. Here, here's the thing. When was the last... What I like about this series already, and I hope they keep doing it. When was the last time we saw Mummymon? Like, it was, a, it was Adventure 02. It was either Adventure 02 or, like, in Frontier. We have not seen Mummy Mon in forever. I, and I kind of hope this kind of brings back some older Digimon that we haven't seen in a while. Yeah. and that's good because, like, you got to appreciate the older designs. Like, oh, hell yeah. They Mummy really, Mon, I thought, was really so around. cool. Like, yeah. his design alone was so cool in Adventure 02. But they didn't... It, it, he was basically just comic relief with freaking, um... What's her... Arakadimon. Yeah, Arakadimon. They... Tried to do the the Jesse and James like it team market route with it them with the work. English dub, but don't like don't get me wrong. I I hope they bring back other Digimon because, especially with the reboot series ended and we don't know where that's going to go. We don't know if that's going to lead into an O two reboot. I'm pretty sure they're going to do the Tamers Adventure Tamers. I heard a rumor and I saw this a while back. I can't. I wish I had kept. I wish I had screenshotted it. Because now I can't find the picture. 
um, there was a script that got leaked onto Instagram. And it didn't show any of the lines, but the, the, the title of the script was Tamers or Digimon Tamers sequel series or O2 or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was meant to be the sequel to the Digimon Tamers season three we got way back when. Yeah. And Alex is one of the favorite Digimon that actually comes from Tamers. Yeah. Terry, your bond, and Lotmon, if it comes from yep, that. Yep, Lotmon come. Lotmon and Terrymon were actually introduced in the movie, Digi- Digimon the movie, but they are fleshed out more in Tamers. Yeah, right. like with an actual evolution line. In Hell, it actually no, shows, it shows Lotmon's ultimate. Lotmon is actually not Terubimon for once, because whenever you see Terubimon, it's Terubimon evil, and she's just in her ultimate form in Telamon. Her partner, <laughs> she gets a partner towards the end of the series... Is actually, um, her partner is the sister of Terriermon's partner in, in Tamers. That's so cool. Yeah. Brother it's a, and but sister but have lost on in Terriermon. The, the, the sister's like seven or eight years old. So we got a seven-year-old running around with an ultimate level Digimon slicing up shit. Isn't it like one of the three Celestials? No, um, it's, in, in Tamers there was the idea of the Digimon Sovereigns, which they were all based on ancient Japanese creatures. Mm-hmm. Under them were they were based on under them were the I forgot what the name they gave them under them they were uh the which is supposed to be technically the royal guard for the sovereigns and the protectors of this version of the d- digital world they were all based on Chinese zodiacs mm-hmm. so Atilamon was supposed to be the rabbit oh okay well I'm talking about Cherubimon isn't it in one of the like main three Cherubimon Cherub- no Rockimon. Cherubimon is the celestial three of Digimon Frontier. And it's Cherubimon, Seraphimon, which is my favorite, and Alphanimon. Which is girl. Seraphimon, which is girl Seraphimon, basically. Um, that, the, those are the Celestial Three. And that's from that, that pantheon of digital gods was brought up in Digimon Frontier. Because that reaches back to the Ten Legendary Warriors and so on and so forth. Um, what was it? Digimon Adventure brought up the idea of Apocalymon, which is basically the Digimon, like the original adventure. Yeah. Brought up Apocalymon was the just the devil. The trash bin. Yeah. And then there was... Then there was the D-Reaper and Tamers, which was the trash bin. Well, it was a program that was just supposed to eat everything and delete the data. Well, then turn it into, into, like, Cthulhu. When the trash bin, when the trash bin revolts is when we have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> And that in Tamers is where I get my favorite fucking Digimon, Beelzemon. Oh, Beelzemon. He is my favorite. His story arc was great in Tamers. I love the fact that the kids, the twins, the brother and sister, which were a little bit older than Terriermon's partner sister's age, which they were like they're like eight or nine, share him. Like the twins oh, share yeah. him. And when he yep. left and never came back, because when he left to go to the digital world, they were so heartbroken because they thought they pushed him away. Oh, yeah. Now, Tamers was a good series. And they thought they pushed Ipmon away because they were constantly arguing over who was going to play with him next and all that. So when they came back, oh, my God, Ipmon bursted into tears. He goes, I thought you guys hated me. He goes, no, we hated you. We missed you. And oh my god, so as they were running off, I'm getting choked up just talked about this because this one scene alone is amazing. Um, the girl kissed Ipmon on the cheek and said, come back safely. And Ipmon goes, I promise. Well, as he starts running off, the boy tugs at his arm, hands him a toy gun, and he goes, this will work. You know, I'll blast all the bad guys with this. And he starts running away. 
Well, as he's running, he digivolves to Beelzeman, and the gun morphs into his arm, turning into a giant fucking cannon. Yeah. And for some reason, the gun gives him angel wings. And his new attack is called Corona Blaster and Corona Destroyer, where he draw for Corona Destroyer, he draws a pentagram in the sky, or in front of him, shoots a blast through the pentagram, and the pentagram amplifies the fucking blast into a giant beam. Nice. <laughs> But I, I love Beelzeman. I hope I didn't like what they did with him in Fusions, the armored version. I thought that was uh, weird. Yeah. They they actually did after Digimon Fusions. They actually did give him a actual Digivolution line. Yeah, which they haven't implemented in any of the fucking games yet. You sure about that? Because I thought they did with the uh, hackers. No, because in the in the in the Fusion version of the timeline, which you can also work with Beelzeman from Tamers, mm-hmm. it was Ipmon. He digivolved into, like, a champion. I forgot what it was. I got to look it up. And then his ultimate was Reapmon from Fusions. Ah. And then the ultimate was Beelzemon. Or the Mega was Beelzemon. But needless to say, I love Beelzemon. He is my favorite all-time Digimon. I got him right now on Hacker's Memory. I'm working up to getting Beelzemon Blast Mode. little fun fact. His move, um, Double Impact, is not a double impact. It's literally six shots. Like he yep. flip, he does this cool little gun twirl and he starts shooting the enemy. All of a sudden, yep. the enemy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, any other news you guys want to cover <sighs> before we get out of here? Honestly, I I don't think so. I think we're all set. Unless you guys want to talk about like uh, I know. Yeah, it is it is the Halloween season. I mean, ain't anything Halloween related you guys want to talk about? I'm no. actually I'm actually gonna go back and watch Halloween Town on Disney Plus tonight. Oh, I do have Disney a Plus? small little thing that I want to cover just in case there's, you know, that small amount of people that's on the competitive side of Pokemon. Okay. They, they already announced well, the stuff about the up, new... Um... Hold up, time out. Before we get there, I want, I want to say one thing. This is Professor Alex's Pokemon Power Hour, where it doesn't yes. last for an hour, but it will give you some good details. Yes, so sit you. in, strap down, eat your Pokeballs. Shut the fuck up. Oh, no, man. Don't, don't... Say that. You could have said Poke Blocks, Poffins, uh, what the Slow fuck were they in? No. <laughs> what the hell was it in um, the Gen 6, the little cupcake thingies? What were those called? Poffins? No, Poffins is Gen 4. Gen 6, the little cupcakes you get for Pokemon Ami. Oh, I forgot. I, I didn't even know that was a in, thing. In uh, no. Gen 7, it was Pokemon Refresh, and you fed them Poke Beans. Uh, but anyways, I my little corner thing, all I wanted to cover was the newest competitive uh, ranked battle thing has been released for Sword and Shield. Series 11, it runs from November 1st of this year to January 31st of next year. It's generally the same rules as before, just about every Pokemon is allowed and you're allowed one restricted Pokemon, which includes, uh, excuse me. It includes Mewtwo, Lugia, Ho-Oh, Kyogre, Groudon, Rayquaza, Dialga, Palkia, Giratina, Reshiram, Zekrom, Kyurem, Xerneas, Evelto, Zygarde, Cosmo, Cosmoam, Solgaleo, Lunala, Necrozma, Zacian, Zamazenta, Eternatus, and Calyrex. Jesus. Why would you use Cosmog or Cosmoam? I don't know, because Cosmog Didn't only they... gets Splash, yeah. and Cosmoam only gets Cosmic Power and Splash. Unless if it's a double battle, there's something that we're not seeing. Oh, it's singles? I mean, if we're going no, to go you can to... do single or double with these rule sets. Maybe but there's every something Pokemon, there. Every Pokemon either has to have that battle-ready symbol, which you can do at the Battle Tower. You talk to uh, the guy... I want to say towards the wall. Yeah. What he does is he makes the Pokemon better ready, but any moves that it, the Pokemon would learn outside of Sword and Shield get deleted. So if it's a move that it can only learn from the older games you don't want to lose, don't use that one. Don't, like, get a different version of that Pokemon. 
That's weird. I mean, uh, speaking of competitive wise, I actually do have some have like two different things. Pokemon Go is going to be doing its uh, world tournament series soon. Uh, you have to reach up to rank eight or nine in order to be eligible to compete in the world world cup that's and weird. then also starting tonight uh there is a twitch tournament going out between streamers for pokemon uh that was announced earlier this week um i didn't bring it up because i didn't think it'd be newsworthy because i don't know when this will be uploaded but going if you guys are watching this right now or are Listen. able to or are able to like get vods from your favorite twitch streamers who are watching uh, who are competing right now wish them luck and hey let the best trainer win. Pokemon, in, in my eyes, Pokemon has not been more vital than it is today with Pokemon Go, with Pokemon Sword and Shield, and now with Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Come on. Did I get that right? Yes. Yes, I got it right for once. <laughs> Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. I got it right for once. Every other time I talk with Alex, I get it backwards. Shining Diamond and Brilliant Pearl. And it, it says, without fail, nine <laughs> it, times out of ten. It pisses them off. I just say Sinnoh remakes because, honestly, I just wish they could have just made it like... Like, I wouldn't have even cared if it was just, like, Diamond 2 and Pearl 2. I don't care. Why are you saying it like that? Because Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, the words are too big for my tiny brain. To your tiny brain? I get it wrong more. Yeah, oh, he said I want, I want less syllables. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, my favorite one is Brilliant Diamond. Five syllables. Yours is Shining Pearl. <laughs> um, yep. Before we get out of here, I will, I will say I have... I've actually been watching uh, a semi-new series. It's an old series, but it's, it's a series I've never watched. Have, I know you haven't watched, but have you watched the Todd McFarlane Spawn series? Oh, I've not seen the Spawn Ooh. series. Are you a fan of Spawn? <sighs> not really, uh, but okay. I have I have heard of Spawn. Like, I I don't dislike Spawn as a character. Mm-hmm. I just haven't gotten the time to actually like sit down and watch. Watch those old those old kind of shows. It's good. I'm serious to check it out. It's it's fucking ugh, it's dark. Mm. But uh, and another real review, real quick. I am currently on season six of Supernatural. I started that the other night. Um, so far, I didn't think I'd be really into Supernatural. God, I need to sit down and watch more of it. I started watching from the beginning, but I never got too far. My favorites, it's definitely getting to the realms of out there because they're not dealing with just demons anymore. Yeah. Season six, they're, they're de- dealing with other stuff like from folklore. I am glad I started watching it. My friends for a long time have been telling me to watch it. I finally started watching it and I love it. Uh, on the bad note is I don't like how they ended Lucifer. Oh, yeah. But that's the ending with Lucifer is just a nitpick. I will go back and watch Lucifer again because I think it's funny. I love the relationships they have in it. Um, my favorite being my two of my favorite is Maze and the lead female detective uh, daughter Trixie. Adorable relationship. She thinks Maze, which Maze is like the head demon under Lucifer for hell. If you guys haven't watched the series, but the the whole dynamic between Trixie and Maze is just adorable. It's it's sweet. It's kind. The my other favorite is Detective Douche or Detective Dan, uh, and Lucifer's dynamic is because they're two opposing forces that should not work well together. Mm. One's a quick witted, rich uh, club owner that just so happens to be the devil, and the other one is a smart, slow taking detective that is willing to do anything to get justice. But the, it's funny. It's a funny. It's funny dynamic. Yeah. 
don't know. In terms of new shows I've, I've been watching, I don't know if you guys have seen this on Netflix yet, but uh, Squid Game. Oh, yeah. Actually, oh, my God. I not you two. I haven't I've, watched all of it, but I've seen bits and pieces. Dude, it's so fucking morbid. I kind of, because of how irritated with the way it ended, because I've only seen bits and pieces, but I've seen the ending. The way it ended, it's, it irritates me so much, I want to spoil it so bad. Duh, like, I want no. to spoil Don't it. Don't spoil it for him. It is so stupid. Tell me when me and you were hanging out, because I will probably never watch it. Greg, you got to agree with me if you've seen the end of it. My what only, the fuck? My only criticism of it so far, now that I'm on episode two, is that it reminds me of, like, four other different shows that had appeared on Netflix earlier this year, with basically the same pr- premise. You get a bunch of people together, and it's essentially a killing game. Mm-hmm. And, like, this translates like, two different anime and at least three other live-action, like, uh, Asian shows, either from, like, a Chinese uh, produ- a production company, a Korean production company, or a Japanese production I think company. Cor- I think Squid Game is uh, Korean production. Yeah, yeah. Korean, Squid English Korean. dubbed over. Yeah. Uh, how's the English dub in that? English dub is Sometimes okay. it looks like they're actually syncing up. I got a friend, yeah. I got a friend that I work with. Uh, her name's Catherine Alex. You know her. I know her. Yeah, like, Alex, um, my mother like, and her mother are, have been friends since childhood. She told me to it's check it out, but watch the Korean dub with subtitles. Yeah, yeah like, and the, why, I will though? say this. The Korean dub, it, the Korean dub Definitely sounds better than the English dub. I might actually decide to switch over to that um, if I'm being completely honest. But like as I said before, it has a similar premise to like five other different shows on Netflix that I've already seen. But I do like how it's how it's going. And like as a side note, an example of this would be Alice in Borderland. Uh, Borderland, where again you got a bunch of people together to play a bunch of sick sadistic games, all for the chance at like this. This godlike prize. I think the the difference between the two, though, is that this one clearly is supposed to be a cash prize, and all the uh, competitive players are people with an insane amount of debt that, like, if they don't compete in this game, they will just have these awful, horrible lives. Like, they're better off dead. Yeah, they're better off dead. Like, like the main character has got a really big money debt. I think, like, 426 million won in debts and he at the same time his whole story is by him trying to get out of the step but also be a father to his estranged daughter who's now living with his ex-wife and their step and like you know her step-husband and like you know they're Damn. gonna be leaving to go to the u.s later this year and like he's like he's like i want to be there for my daughter but i can't do anything because my luck is shit and i have this huge huge debt where i'm better off dead it i i gotta get to go watch again i do like squid game i do like how, I how it's going so far i didn't far. sit down and watch all of it but, but if i do decide to sit and watch all of it i might watch the korean yeah. one with the subtitle. Uh, i've yeah, gotten told honest, i'm kind of biased towards it just because i some the premise like again at least five other times it seems like that premise is becoming a little bit bigger as as like will, this year goes on i will say yeah. the english dubbing of squid game in some parts was very cringy and, and that's well, a lot of it like the voices they chose for the characters were very fitting in my opinion but some of the dialogue that they exchanged was very like eh, people wouldn't normally say that or eh, that just the way they the, the way the they pronounced it at which or, they said it yeah. was just very cringy We'll keep going with Netflix um, real quick before we go. Netflix actually got the rights to Cowboy Bebop to stream all the episodes. Oh, oh that's good. So with the Cowboy Bebop movie coming out, I think next year, I think mm-hmm. it was, I'm going to – I eventually got to sit down and watch because my buddy, our buddy Aaron Parker told me to watch Cowboy Bebop. Oh, really? He's into it? Oh, God, yeah. He's the one who told me to watch it. Damn. He's the one who told it. me to check it out. So I'm going to check it out when I get done, when I get caught up reading One Piece – 
when I because apparently Fire Force in the manga is coming to coming to its end to its end like end end and like end end like end. it's it's ending soon. Damn, dude! So, I didn't even watch season two yet. I and I gotta watch finish it with Will, but I gotta finish Seven Deadly know. Sins. That's on its final arc right now. Um, but yeah, it's a lot, a lot of good stuff. A lot of be good to be a nerd. In oh, this yeah. day and age, right now, even with all the drama, I'm going so on, hyped for Comic Con. I need to yeah. practice playing so Smash Bros. More. If anybody so if who either is... of you motherfuckers want to play Smash Bros. at some point, I need practice. I would love to play. I'll play it. it. I'd, I'd be down. Especially for after it. what happened Saturday. But I need to, I need to practice Sunday. exclusively, like one on one, because that's what the tournament's going to be. I'll yeah. practice. I'll practice against you. Use Kirby. Uh, that'll Poyo. help me work on <laughs> Poyo main all no, the way. No, no, no. You got to hear this real quick. So I was playing against him Sunday night in a four and one v one v one. I actually caught him in Kirby's ultimate by sheer stroke of fucking luck. It wasn't even luck; it was bullshit. The sword swung and it didn't touch me, Greg. But bullshit to one person, you know, the luck little, to another. You know, the little explosion thing that happens when contact happens, the right. little X shaped explosion. Yeah, yeah, that was off the tip of the sword, and because that hit. Apparently it hit me, and it sucked like, him right what in. What the fuck is it? like? Literally, <laughs> oh my! Literally. I think I won that round, didn't I? Yeah, that's oh. how you won. That's why I was mad. But uh, no, if oh, real quick for oh. anybody who is in the New York area, who is by the Saratoga area, I encourage you go check out Saratoga Comic Con. They have We've very good stuff. Two or three years now, and it has always well, been fantastic. Not in a row because last no, year not in a row. I'm just saying like. I've been there two years. I don't know if you've been there more than me, but yeah, it was so I've, fun. I've been there like one more time than you. Um, the people they have coming, I don't know. If, Alex, bring up the website see if they announced anybody else because I thought they had one more person. Um, as of right now, the two people, two big people guest stars that they've got are Randall and Dante from Clerks. Oh. I would love meeting. I would love to meet them. One year they had, uh, the last year I went, they had Jason uh, Muse. Mm-hmm. Um, they had also in the same year they had the vo- the English voice actor for Bojack. Oh, um, uh, Bojack from the movie Dragon Ball movie Bojack. No, oh, Bojack Horseman. Okay. okay, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, no, no. Oh my god, I forgot there was Bojack Horseman. Um, oh, god. they had the yellow, blue, and black Mighty Morphin Rangers. Yep, which. Not the original Tweet Trang who died in a car accident, sadly. It was the second one, and yeah. it was the original Mighty Morphin Black and the original Mighty Morphin Blue, uh, David Yost, which he recently got back in the Power Rangers because there was so much backstage tumult when he was on the cast. Yeah. Um, I won't go into it. If you guys want to go into that, go watch Linkar. He does amazing history of Power Ranger videos. Um, but he was there. Uh, by the way, I've talked to all three of them. For like 10 minutes bugging them. And um, all three of them completely nice people. Wonderful people. They also had in the same stint they had the Time Force Red Ranger. Again, wonderful person. And the English voice actor for BoJack, for Dragon Ball BoJack Unbound. Actually, I talked to him for a good couple minutes. He watched Dragon Ball Z Abridged. Oh, he yeah. watched the Team Four Star. Okay, that's the, that's breaking the first news. Of four. Wait, what? First of four on that list of four people. Oh boy, they're going to be at the Saratoga um, Comic Con. I asked person him, one is Nakia. I'm not Baris. Uh, Nakia Baris. She was the Yellow Turbo Ranger. 
Um, All right, let me try yeah. to look at the so, other people while you're still talking. Sorry. So I and I talked to him and I asked him. I go, "Do you still connect with the Dragon Ball Z fans besides outside of um, Dragon Ball Z? Because I know you probably haven't done a Dragon Ball Z role in a while." He goes, "Oh yeah." Uh, I, he goes, I actually watched Team Four Stars, Dragon Ball Z Abridged. And he goes, I love the Abridged movie they did for BoJack. I'm like, <gasps> he goes, yeah. He goes, I love him. He goes, I love all my fans. I super Couldn't ask this guy to be any nicer. And when they say, don't meet your heroes, kids, they are fucking dead wrong. Because some of them may be assholes, but some of them also may be the nicest fucking people in the world. The Power Rangers I met were f- super, super nice. I met actually Hillary from Fresh Prince of Bel Air there one year. Nice, super nice. Couldn't be know. any nicer. I don't know if the biography helps you who this is. I Let's have see. No idea. Samantha Newark is best known for her iconic voice role, voice overwork, such as speaking for Jem and Jerrica in the beloved anime cartoon series Jem and the Holograms. Never seen that. Never seen it either. Samantha, a singer songwriter and voice actress, also who voices Ariel in the Pink Robot and Transformers. I don't remember that. Oh, it must be Gen 1. Gen 1 Transformers. Or Transformers Animated. Who was that girl on that? Uh, sorry? No. Okay. Sorry, yeah. someday? No, yeah, it was. Yeah. Sorry, someday. Um, let's see. High school girl Elise Presser in the voice of Zomojin Empress thrust into a type of... Yeah, no, I don't know any of her fucking voiceover work. I know all Gem in the holograms, but that's it. I, like, I don't know her then in... we've got Brian O'Halloran. I wonder who oh, yeah. he is. Yeah, Dante. Yeah. Dante I'm, the, and I'm then, not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> and then there's Kevin Sorbo who plays... Um, Kevin Sorbo? Yes. That's the fourth person. Oh, I don't know who Kevin Sorbo is. Wait, let me see. I don't know. Those are four things that he's in, I guess. There's no biography that I saw. You can scroll up. I don't know who Kevin Sorbo is. I can't tell if you do or don't. He looks familiar. I got no idea. Um, Kevin Sorbo. Thanks for sorry. <laughs> looking it up on my phone. Sorry. Well, we're using my huh? Hercules. Her live action Hercules. That's who that is. Ah, okay. Oh, oh my damn. god! I didn't. They did a crossover with Xena in the uh, Warrior Princess. But uh, yeah, if you guys are in Saratoga County, or yeah, I think it's Saratoga County. If you're in New York area, check out the Saratoga Comic Con. There's a lot of stuff there. I will be there. Alex will be there. Like, Hopefully, I will. Yeah, I like we're, we're acting like we're fucking famous here. No, yeah. <laughs> that's the, spread the that's word. Samantha Newark. Spread the word. I don't know who that is. Uh, Samantha. Yeah. Oh, to anybody who uh, either is on John's TikTok or on YouTube or just anywhere in general, if there's a way you can give a thumbs up on Anchor, I don't know. Give us yeah, a, there is actually. Give if we hit twenty thumbs up or twenty likes, whatever we're on, whatever platform yeah. this is on that's listening, John will go as hoodie pool to the comic con. Anchor, anchor, um, posts to everything podcast. As soon as I publish this episode, it goes right to Spotify. But did you hear what I said? If we can get twenty, on why, why you dress me this? You gonna dress as hoodie pool so people can find you, dude. So, so okay, be like, hey, yo, I'm a fan I will of do you pool. one better. If we get twenty likes on this video. Or 20 listens or whatever. I, I don't know what it is for Anchor. It's, so. it's listens, but I think they can also thumbs up. I'm talking also more like up. YouTube or, if, you've, or if, par, if you put clips of the podcast so, on TikTok or So I will, an, I will announce this right now and I will announce it on my TikTok later. If I can get 20 likes or listens on here and 100 likes on my video of me announcing I will go to as Hoodie Pool to Comic-Con and mess with people or just kind of randomly hug people. 
I will do it for 100 likes. If we don't do it, I don't do it. If we, don't, if we can't get it, I won't do it. But, uh, yeah, it's been fun, guys. We, we, we got together. We will try to get together next week. If not, it'll be the week after, which we will be talking about Venom in our next episode. Because Venom 2 is going to – or Venom 2 is – that's it. That's going to be the whole podcast. This is Venom 2. Um, yeah, well, maybe there will be more after that. but Yeah, I mean, depends. I may watch some, something else. But actually, you know what? No. Just to fill out an hour and a half or a two-hour podcast because I know for a fact we can talk about these movies for an hour. We will review on the next episode – Halloween Kills, since that comes out this Friday. Right, I'll try oh, to see yeah, I'm definitely see watching it this Friday or this weekend with uh, yeah. my family. Well, 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 I know you're definitely going to watch it. Oh, yeah. Without, there's no way I'm not. <laughs> I'll try and get a chance to watch it. Uh, it's podcast. I think it's uh, – yeah, I got to watch it too. I think I got to re-enter my Peacock account because I don't know if that got canceled because um, I mainly use that for wrestling. But either way, it's it been – It is dumb that you have to use that for wrestling now when they made a network just for that. <sighs> well, it's because WWE's going downhill. That that's a story. Yeah, that's a story for another, another day, time. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, guys. I'm John. I am Alex, and I'm Greg. Thank you for joining us on the Not So Fast podcast with Catch us. Catch us next time on Dragon Ball Z. Fuck, wrong thing. <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> See, this is why I got fired from that voice acting group, dude.